watch you grow and mature and become the man that you are today. You have always been respectful by saying yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, and no ma'am. Salute is a sign of respect. It is a privilege to render you your first salute. But it is a greater honor to say congratulations, sir, on your commissioning. Yeah. Is it dry in here? <laughs> I got tears. I got I got tears. I'm a little Is uh, it? Ooh, the air conditioning must be blowing directly, <laughs> yeah. directly on me. Good video, huh? Man, I, I came across that uh, not so long ago, and I was like, God damn, that's some that's some powerful stuff. What is that guy? That's an E9. I, I, I know Gunny starts at like sergeant. E7, right? It's a master sergeant. It's a master gunnery. Well, no, no. The guy that was there is a master sergeant. It starts off as Sergeant E5, Staff Sergeant E6, Gunny is E7, yeah. Master Sergeant, master or First Sergeant oh, E8, okay. E9 is Sergeant Major slash Master Gunnery Sergeant. Okay, so you can be, you don't, you could be an E nine and or, not well, be a master gunnery. You, you know, God damn it, seven gunny, eight first, <laughs> first or master sergeant. Yeah, he was a master. Sergeant. Nine is sergeant major, master of, guns. A lot of fucking stripes. Yeah. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to the Twenty One Gun Podcast. I'm your host Kevin Sullivan. With us is Jeremy, uh, over here, over there, wherever, running the cameras and all that stuff. And we also have a special guest. In studio, you may know him as the terrorist whisperer. I just know him as Pookie the Love Bunny, Hamity Jazim. Thank you, guys. And porn star also. And porn and pornographic star. No, it's not. I it's would not Jazim, look it up. Not Jizim. I would not look. It's, it's Jazim. I would not look him up at all. Uh, we got to get you on a hike, brother. Uh, there's no reason that you can't. In fact, the irreverent warriors. If you guys are ever wondering this, uh, it can be for any veteran. If you're a veteran of the Swedish, no, what's, what are the guys who wear the big poofy outfits uh, at the Vatican? These are military people. Pull that up in a second. You got to see these guys. Um, the I, I can't remember their name. Old Guard, something like that. But they wear these, these poofy hats from like the 15th century. These are 600-year-old uniforms, and they guard the Pope. Uh, if you are a Pope guard, you too can come hike with us with the irreverent warriors. So yeah, we got to get you on a hike, man. You're going to come to Raleigh whenever that hike is, Jeremy. Well, August 28th. On August 28th, 28th. Thanks. See, I'm putting you on the spot. This is the whole reason for the show yeah. is now you are on camera. Yeah. And you are going to go to the hike. Yes. Uh, we'll see. All right. <laughs> it's All too right. far out. You can't got, plan that far. I got one leg and a half. I can still go. All veterans are welcome except Taliban veterans. I don't think they would be welcome. I don't think that would go over that. Or, or uh, Daesh. Unless they have cocaine. Then. I'm pretty sure Daesh wouldn't be welcome. Funny story. Uh, this is a true story. I don't know. It was 04, 05. We were flying into uh, Baghdad, and we were tasked with bringing the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Japan, on board. And I remember thinking the whole time. So at the time, this was like 50 years, 60 years since World War II. The whole time, I'm like, if my grandfather was in this position and we went back 50 years, these guys would go to blows. Like they would just literally 
try to murder each other right here on the spot. And now here we are flying together into a combat zone. It was the craziest thing. So then I started getting, this is what I do. This is my brain kind of goes down these things. And I start thinking, uh, what was that, that, that Tom Hanks, uh, God, Band of Brothers. Yes. Uh, Band of Brothers. He, they did a, a premiere on the beaches of Normandy. So it's kind of like, it's a little fucked to think about it, right? You take these guys who storm the beaches, their friends were, were uh, massacred, and then they show them a movie of that exact thing. You know, actually, now that I say it out loud, it sounds completely like a bad idea. Yeah. Who greenlit that? Who's like, yeah, let's bring in these 85-year-old guys and show them the, show them the biggest horror of their life on the spot where it happens. Again. Again, yeah. So, um, so I started thinking about that. What if they had... Like a series, they do, uh, Generation Kill. Yep. Um, but what if they had another series, like when we're old men, and they call it like, I don't know what they would call it, Iraq. The battle for Iraq. And they're like, hey, do you want to come to the Baghdad International Airport and watch the thing? I'd be like, yeah, no. Nah. Hey, man, let's go to the mayor's complex in Fallujah and watch <laughs> a movie. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. I don't that know. amazing, right? I don't know like if that's Disneyland. something. Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't know if it's just because... I don't know. We'll go down that, I guess, later on. Our, our guest, Dan Gabriel, uh, CIA operative and filmer. Hey, can you pass me those DVDs over there? Filmer. Uh, what, do you, what do you call you guys that make movies? Filmmaker. Filmmakers. Uh, filmmaker of this movie, Mosul. Check it out. It's on um, Amazon Prime. I was actually just watching it. Uh, I have a copy for you. Uh, I was going to say want. Blu-ray. And I actually, I have a copy for someone else, but I just haven't sent it out yet. I know you know who you are. I just haven't. I'm, I, I haven't. Um, anyways, he was going to come on. Something happened to his mom last second. So the entire house of cards that we had planned out has just fallen to pieces. Uh, That's showbiz. So we are going to have a couple coordinators on tonight. We have Olivia McBride, I believe, uh, from the Des Moines. Is it McBride? De- from the She's Desi, nodding, yes. From the Desi Arnez. <laughs> you guys are... You You're fucking with you her now. You don't remember uh, uh, the one... Never mind. Uh, who else do we have? You're we have, a jar we have Dan anything. Perez coming on from uh, Oceanside, California. Here's here's an interesting thing about Dan is I met him... Well, I never met him. Or maybe we have. I don't know. Uh, I texted him uh, a few years ago. Actually, it was last year, right when this whole shit show started with freaking COVID. Um and when I was supposed to go out to, uh, I can't remember, Hollywood. I was going to go out to Hollywood to see the premiere of Quiet Explosions. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a movie about TBI and all that good stuff. Um, fantastic movie. I plug it all the time. If you ever have the chance to check it out, it's, it's another one that's offered on Amazon Prime. So check out uh, Quiet Explosions. Anyways, we were going to the premiere of that with Joe Rogan. With Joe freaking Rogan. Uh, He's salivating at the mouth, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, you have no... I mean, like, that'd be like hanging out with Barry Bonds for the weekend. Uh, yeah, they both probably do. They're just the same amount of drugs. Just about. Um, but then COVID came and totally turbo-fucked that whole plan, so we won't really get further into that. But uh, I'll bring it up when he comes on. So those are our guests. Well, I, we also obviously have Hamity here, and we'll be checking out some stuff with him. I'm going to ask him a lot of the questions I had for Dan just to see if he can answer. I know he can. Uh uh, for any of you who don't know Hammity's story, check out episode 35 of the uh, 21 Gun Podcast. Uh, it's a four-part series, very NPR-ish. Um, in fact, I would, did I tell you this? I won top 10 veteran journalist of 2020 for my interview with you. 
Nice. Yeah. Happy so, to hear that. Did so, you uh, see the guy he sucked off to get it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was from ha- military. Happy to see people benefit out of my misery. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I don't make money on this. This is all strictly um, volunteer. Because uh, here's the thing. And I was actually just talking to... God, I always forget his name. Jameson. Jameson Travels. Uh, he's got a, he's a Marine. He's got a YouTube channel. Uh, I'm going to try to get him on. We're going to try to work out a time to get him on. And uh, he's like, tell me tell me what, what keeps you going. Why, why do you do this? And it's like, so we get a few thousand listeners every episode, uh, maybe more. And every single time we have someone on, they might be able to share something that worked out for them, right? Like uh, Andrew Marr and his whole uh, issue with TBI, how he got through that using non-traditional methods. Uh, we had OD Green's guy. Ah, I can't remember any of your names. I'm sorry. Uh, he came on and he was talking about agrotherapy, agriculture therapy. So there's all these different modalities that help. And I'm hoping that when we introduce people like this, you know, we'll, we'll be able to get through some stuff. So we'll talk about a little bit of that too uh hamity so it's been a week i've been back from texas and traitor yeah i don't know i don't know i i might be staying here's the problem and answer you can you can um when we talk you can go back and forth with your camera i don't want you to be completely off camera there we go well while you got me real quick I'm yeah, gonna yeah interrupt you for those of you who are watching please allow a stream yard to access facebook comments because everybody's chatting there's quite a few people i haven't a clue who the fuck you are I love hey, you, but you should actually. Do you know it. what we should have done this episode since it's like 35 to 40 minutes was just stolen from us 20 minutes before the show started? Everybody on the casting couch. We should have done like a call in. And maybe we can in the comments uh, as we go on the show. Uh, DM Jeremy. So we'll start it this way. If you want to hop on and, and talk to Jeremy, just DM him and then we'll see if we can pull you up. That'll be fun. Yeah, uh, just uh, either at Heavy Metal Marine on Instagram. I do have my second porn phone over here, and uh, or just guy. on Facebook. You know, good boy phone, naughty boy phone. That's what we Always. used to call it in Boston. Uh, so one of my highlights of my trip to Texas was the Black Rifle Coffee House over in Bernie. I'm glad Is that San Antonio was that. Uh, no, that, well, yeah, 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 just outside. Have you been down to that one? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah. it's uh, it's it's, <sighs> dude. If this was down the road from me, I would not have any money. I would go, I'd be first, I'd look like I'm coked up on caffeine because I would just dump all my money over there. You go to this place, picture a room, actually this might not, I might not be selling it, picture a room <laughs> of dudes that look like me and Jeremy and Hammond here and, and women, there were a lot of women there too, uh, no masks. Uh, there was, uh, when you go to buy your alcohol, your alcohol, they don't have that. When you go to buy your coffee, uh, there's an AR-15 right at the checkout, right at the checkout, like set behind the glass, totally custom. I think it was like an F1 skeletonized grip um, and a K-bar. And I was like, God, this place is awesome. It made me want to open up a, a franchise. Um, I know I'm friends with JT through them. So JT, if you can hook me up with that. Uh, Just that name be, dropping today. Huh? I know I did name drop a little bit. <laughs> I dropped Joe Rogan and JT. Uh, he's Air Force. What are you going to do? Um, so actually, do you know what? Bring up number one. I want to show you this place. I, I want mean, to show you how I love this place. Come on, double click. There we go. So I think I think with that link I sent you, it's just uh, photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just kind of blow those up. This is what the place looked. Like. All right, so that's the outside of Bernie. Bernie, Texas, by the way, is one of the most fantastic places I have ever seen on the face of the earth. It's like a little town. There's cowboys everywhere. Um, 
it's it's northeast of uh, oh, northeast northwest of San Antonio. All right, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You can no, you it don't worry about it. Okay, so there you go. Did, I think I sent you the picture where you got the AR fifteen. So what do they sell? Is just the kind of coffee shop? Coffee. I had something. Uh, well, they sell hats actually over there. Okay. Can you reach for that blue hat right there? Yeah. Because we know we know Black Rifle needs as many plugs as possible because they are uh, right you know they're struggling as a company. They just um, <laughs> yeah got that? blocked on Facebook, didn't they? Did they really? Yeah, I think uh, um, it was the group 100,000 veteran got blocked on Facebook. Mitch Mitch Bell wants to know your number. Uh, hey, buddy, um, DM, DM him on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, his handle is just on the bottom there because uh, the way we're set up, I can't, there's no way I can get him to text you his number because I don't have your number uh, in front of me right now. So anyways, yeah, uh, Black Rifle Coffee down in Texas. It was freaking awesome. I loved it. I'm going to beat that with a dead horse. So let's move right along. Our cousins over at Vet TV, um, camera one, our, <laughs> our cousins, our cousins over at Vet TV. Is this official or am I going to get in trouble? What? They donated 25000 Yeah, it's official. Okay. Yeah, Donnie did a whole announcement on their, on the page. Okay, so most of you heard it because obviously he's way more important than I am. But uh, still, uh, 25000 and with our our little event, we raised 10000 Is that official? So we're at 35000 that we rented? Uh, rented. So I'm not, okay, <laughs> so I know they donated 25000 Okay. We, we raised a I bunch. Think, I think that was the match total. Okay. Either way... Man, that's awesome. And that's because of you guys. That's because of the Irreverent Warriors. Uh, thank you again. I know, again, this is another topic we've beaten with a, with a dead horse. Do you beat something with a dead horse? I mean... We're beating as a dead horse. Could we're you imagine hitting a motherfucker with a motherfucker? Imagine with a horse. but dead horse. We are doing a lot with a dead horse on this Yo, one. Yo, whoa, whoa, But whoa, seriously, whoa. guys, uh, that was awesome, and I love it. Uh, that's actually one of our, our partners, 22 Sierra Coffee. Um, so, oh, good plug, Hammy. Yeah, there you go. Thanks so if you want here, to buy some... Yeah. 20, look at that, how this moves right along. Don't worry. It's eight fifteen. We got plenty of people to come on. Um, we're gonna have our. That's our not a, next Whoa, week. bro! You got to be careful. Punctuation is everything. <laughs> we have plenty of people to come on. You got to be careful <laughs> how you say things on stream. Let's eat, Grandma. Let's eat, Grandma. <laughs> right. Um, upcoming hikes, April 17th, we have Oceanside, California. We're going to have Dan Perez hop on here in a minute. Here's the problem with with Dan is I've got 20, I shit you not. Oh, no, let's say 10. I've got 10 Dans coming on. We had Dan Gabriel today who bailed, uh, Dan Perez. I have Dan Flores. Uh, he's going to be awesome to have on. This guy is a straight up, he probably doesn't want me to call him this, but he's a straight up killer. He's an Apache attack helicopter. Maybe he does. Those guys are psychopaths. Um, have you seen Apache warrior? The, uh, I think he had something to do with Apache warrior, the, um, documentary. Um, he's got a bunch, I mean, he's like, he's like a pilot and a, a filmmaker all in one. And, uh, he's going to be fun to have on. I can't wait to have him on. So that's Dan Perez. We have Dan. Eric, is that his last name from Grunt Style coming on in a couple weeks? Uh, so that'll Daniel be fun. Eric, yeah. I forgot to hang out with Grunt Style. Look at him dropping more names. I forgot to hang out with Grunt Style when I was down in, in, uh, in Texas. Uh, Des Moines, Iowa, April 20th. Oh, no, I'm sorry. April 17th, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. April 24th, Des Moines, Iowa. 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 Thank Man, God I, I don't, don't know live there because I want to know how to spell it. Uh, we'll have Olivia on to talk. Oh that man, up. you straight up said Des Moines, and her I, face was like, I know, "I'm gonna murder you." I was. I say Des Moines. Is I, that how you say Des Moines? Yeah, Des Moines. Des Moines. Shit, could you imagine if I lived there? Des Moines. The, the police would pull me over. And be like, "Where do you live?" Des <laughs> Moines. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna probably arrest me. <laughs> do you even have a, a driver's license? <laughs> oh, I do. Should um, we talk about that? No, let's not talk about it. In transmission. In transmission. 
<laughs> uh, pull up Reverend Warriors. If you guys have, oh, I'm sorry. And then last one, April 24th, Fort, 24th, Fort Worth, Texas. Damn, why did you do it on that day? April 24th, Fort Worth, Texas. We're going to have Jerry Neal on next week, and he's going to tell us all about the Fort Worth hike. Uh, I wish I was down there for that, but what are you going to do? Register yourself, register your family, register your friends who are all veterans. We talked about this earlier, to go on the hike. Register your mom. A lot of moms out there are veterans. Register them all for the vaccine passport. Register (laughs) register your dad. Uh, Register your crazy uncle that you call crazy, but when you sit down... Have you ever had one of these conversations? You're around a bunch of civilians and the guy who's the crazy uncle. Oh, that's my crazy uncle. Uh, he was in Vietnam. You sit down and you're like, this guy speaks my language. <laughs> and you just talk with him the whole time. That's Invite him along. Uh, so again, uh, irreverentwarriors.com. Also, you can pick up some swag. You can have all sorts of good things. That's all I have for announcements. What was that? That was my zipper. Okay. Uh, do you have any announcements, Jeremy? Do you have anything that I did um, not add? No. Other than that, just make sure you go to RiverWords.com, check out your uh, local, um, for your hikes and stuff. Just click on the link Absolutely. for each individual hike and make sure you register. register and register, register a friend. Register, like I registered Jeremy for last week's. And he didn't show up. I know. Uh, news. Uh, I don't really have much planned as far as news and viral videos and all that stuff, but I've, have you been tracking what's going... Actually, you're our national security guy. Have you, have you been tracking what's going on with Russia over the last few weeks? Yeah, Russia is uh, definitely conquering the world as, as usual. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, when Iran acts up, I'm like, all right, well, whatever. When China acts up, I start to go, oh, okay. When Russia acts up, uh, I mean, we we prepared to fight each other for sixty years, seventy yeah. years. I don't know how for long. A decade, something yeah. like that. Yeah, fifty years, something. Yeah, the Cold War, right? We were planning on going to strike. Do you think that after the Cold War, after the Iron Curtain came down, they took all their nukes and they were like, "Hey, do you know what? America's our friend now. We're going to stop aiming our missiles." Uh, no, over at that. God, no, no, no. Well, now um, they are poised on the Ukraine border, and they are the the intel is showing. And this is all my intel that I got off of uh, 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 internet news, but they're they're amassing troops at the border. Uh, they're moving uh, UAVs, drones. I think they're all the same. Uh, they're they're just if they're putting up field hospitals, and everyone's like, "Holy shit!" They, it might turn hot. Now here's the problem with that, okay? Because they already had a little fight in Ukraine uh, in 2014. Here's the problem with that: uh, we have a new administration. We're not going to get political, but we have a new administration. And we are allies with the Ukraine. So if you think Whoops. back what happened with, I mean, let's look back what happened with Iraq back in, uh, in oh, 91, 90, 91. 91. Uh, they invaded Kuwait. Kuwait's an ally. Next thing you know, we got to do something. Or, or we don't do anything, and now we look like shitheads. And now yeah. people like China are going to... Can you gonna, imagine invading Russia at this point? I can, No, that's the problem. Because mutually assured destruction, right? Uh, how do you say that we're not going to go to blows with nukes? You, you can't. You can't you guarantee can't that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's... Start looking at this. Start watching this. It's pretty serious. Plus, the Russians are crazy. That's true. So pull up number three. Bringing that up. Have you I, ever gone down? Go ahead, Jeremy. I was going to say, does, does that mean they're Russian things? Okay, that's a dad joke, and you can't you can't talk for five more minutes. Pull up that video. So I went down <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole. Uh, I, I don't know if you ever do this, but like I'll start looking stuff up, and then I'm on I'm on uh, what's it called YouTube for like yep. three hours. Just while. so I put, put up this video here, uh, number three. Uh, 
Have you seen these assholes? You don't have to. You, you can turn the video off. I mean, you can turn the sound off. Um, he's holding his girlfriend at the edge. Of, look at these guys. The top of the Look at. Look at. I get my hands are starting to sweat, and I love heights. The uh, the sadist in me is uh, hoping somebody falls. Yeah. Look at this. So. Oh, he's that high, but he's wearing a helmet. These are the people that we're we're gonna fight. Yeah, he's wearing a helmet. You're right. That that want to fight with us. Uh, I don't know. I see a lot of blue-haired people. Not there's anything wrong with blue hair, but I see a lot of, we'll just say, um, obese pot-smoking video game players on our side, and I'm looking at these maniacs on their side, and it makes me a little bit, look at that shit. Look, this one right here. This one kills me. Fucking nope. Look at this. What? Please tell like, me he pulls himself up. He's a psychopath, right? Can we agree that that's, that's psychopathic behavior? What? He has no no concern about consequences. Look at this. This is when I was watching this. I almost threw up when I saw this. He's skateboarding by the edge. Just as, as Jeremy knows, I'm an avid skateboarder. I'm an old guy that goes around on my board. No, you're and, a one-winger. You're not a skateboarder. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at the... I fall, I fall on roads. Uh, I, there's no way I would go. And this guy, ready? This, this, is, one where they, cold. this is one where they start doing pull-ups. One hand. Okay, you can turn that off. Kevin's got anxiety. I got you. Yeah, just, yeah. Eight twenty-two. Don't worry, guys. Dan yeah, and Olivia, we're gonna have you up here real quick. Actually, do you know what? Let's bring up Olivia. No, let's bring up Dan. He's first. Oh shit. Well, sorry, Olivia. Love you. Know you. Wait, not, let's let's. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll bring up Dan because I know he's on the road and uh, I oh, promised him yeah. to be first. Daniel Perez. Wow, look at his tats. This motherfucker is a Marine, right? Nope. What? Nope. <laughs> uh, just spent some uh, time in the Army. Yep. Uh, okay, Army. okay. Man, I was hoping he wasn't going to say, uh, 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 what's that called? Uh, Coast Guard or anything like that. No, I'm kidding, Coast Guard. Relax. We just like to pick on you. I'm the Air Force, so anyways. So, yeah, man, uh, let's do that. When did you join the Army? So I joined the army back in uh, 2007. Okay, okay. Uh, what led you up to that decision? Uh, I'd wanted to join since I was 18. Um, I just never really got around to it. I was doing dumb shit, and I'd rather do the dumb shit at the time than Dude, join. So I got that out, out of the way, and um, I joined up. So just kind of okay. life uh, all that what? out of my my system. What was your job? Infantry, oh three eleven. Um, did you deploy at all during that time? Yeah, so I went to uh, Iraq. Uh, and I went over to uh, Afghanistan in uh, twenty thirteen. Okay, okay. So you had a couple deployments under your belt. Uh, when you tell us about your EAS, uh, your EAS. It's only like, tell us about your ass. Uh, is it firm? Does it bounce when you... No, no, no. Tell us about your EAS. Uh, how is separating from service? Uh, did you have any struggles, any issues, or anything like that? So I got really lucky on my transition. Um, about two months before I left the military, I already had a job in place. So as soon as I got out, I went to school, got my bachelor's degree, and then um, had a job lined up. So it was, it was pretty smooth, but at the same time, not really having a... a a break for any kind of me time. Yeah. It didn't allow for any uh, slowdown. So a few yeah. years later, I had a full on crash, PTSD, but I mean, for the most part, it was good. Okay. Okay. Remember this. I'm going to tell you something wise here from an old man like myself. Uh, 
Uh, every diagnosis of PTSD is a misdiagnosis of TBI. Um, have your test, have your, have a full, have, you, you got to convince a doctor or you got to convince, um, uh, the VA, which probably won't do it. Have a full panel done, um, inflammation markers. Um, I'll, you know what, instead of, ta- I've talked this so many times on the show, uh, I'll send you an email. I'll let you see all that stuff because, um, as I said a million times in the show, I went from 10 very addictive drugs from the VA for PTSD until I got treated from TBI and my PTSD is 99% gone. So misdiagnosis, uh, not that there isn't, I'm telling you there's some overlap there, but uh, the treatment that the VA throws at you is a shit show. Are you are you on currently any, any treatment? Yeah, um, as a matter of fact, so a few years after I, I left, Hey, I'm going to go get some help. I can't be in denial about this anymore. So I entered the system. Just I kicked the door open. Said, hey, I'm here, and throw whatever you got at. Me. I didn't know anything about it. Um, so I've been through the gamut of medication, therapy, all this other stuff. Um, and yeah, man, I know exactly what you're saying. I do have TBI, and the VA doesn't want to test me for it. Uh, so that's something I'm working on right now. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. They, they won't either. Uh, look up the warrior angels foundation. I was actually just hanging out with Andrew Marr, uh, one of the founders of it. Uh, W a F T B I.org W a F T B I.org. Uh, I might actually go down and work with them in Texas, uh, in the next few years. Uh, fantastic stuff. They're saving lives. Uh, and that, I mean, they saved my ass completely. Um, so, so when did you hear about irreverent warriors? When did that, uh, kind of pop on your radar? And second part of that is what did they, what did they do for you? So back in, what was it, uh, late 2019, that's when I first heard about a Reverend Warrior. I actually had my uh, first suicide attempt uh, two weeks before I found out about these guys. So it was like a, a real blessing, you know. I came across their Instagram page, started looking into them. That was pretty cool, you know. Reached out to uh, Cindy, the president, and um, shit. Couple weeks later, I was a coordinator. Uh, just out of the blue, and what wow. they've done is they've really helped you have a purpose in a mission. So, as a coordinator, you know, I'm a team leader. Um, I was in the infantry, so having a purpose and having people to take care of really helps me with my PTSD and, and conditions that I have. So, being a part of Reverend Warriors has done a great deal for my mental health. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's your story is very, I don't, I don't want this to come out the wrong way, but very uncommon, meaning a uh, reverent warrior, especially, and, and people don't realize that at the coordination level, um, at really all levels, uh, volunteering with them, actually it, it helps the veteran, uh, as much as going to the hikes do as much as going to the hikes do. So, um, yeah, I love, I love hearing that. Tell us about, uh, Oceanside, California. Hey, oh, I got to go back, man. Did you hear me talking at the very beginning? We were going to go hang out with Joe Rogan uh, <laughs> last year, and that Name fell through. drop. I know. I, I call him Joey, Joey R, J.R., Joseph, Joe Diggity. Uh, okay, I'm, J- very, I'm digging a hole, and I'm not getting it. Yeah, man, so that, that sucks. But tell us about Oceanside. I know you guys are a little strict over there when it comes to masks and all that stuff, so give us any deets that, that you know will help folks. Uh, on this hike so yeah definitely california is still you know struggling with opening things up reducing like the use of the math so 
we are going to follow all COVID restrictions. Um, but Oceanside, they really worked with us last year. Unfortunately, this year they couldn't work with us as much as they'd like to. Yeah. Uh, so we're planning around what we can do. Um, we're going to have a great hike. It's going to be about five and a half miles. And then we're going to have two hours on the beach. Nice. Um, like the IW flag for uh, an official And then we'll have the after party and stuff like that. But yeah, it should be a really good uh, hike this year. Um, last year, we didn't even have a hike. We just had a park for about four hours. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, man, uh, good luck with it. It is this weekend, right? No, no, no. Yes, yeah, Jeremy. This weekend. This weekend, uh, 17th. So, uh, folks, if you're not registered for Oceanside, hop on Oceanside. Um, Dan, we'll have you on again because this whole PTSD, this whole TBI debacle where they're not sure what's what. uh, I love having people on because, like I said earlier, anytime we have someone that can tell their story, uh, you never know who we can help. You never know who we can help. And... um, but yeah, and eventually I'll make it out to California. We'll see when this freaking when people allow our freedoms back. But that's neither here nor there. But uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, bud, and um, good luck on the hike. And nice to meet you finally. Yeah, nice to meet you guys too. And uh, yeah, just reach out to me because uh, I'm very open about my story, my struggle, and I'm I do that to help other people. So if someone hears my story and says, "Hey, you know what?" Help. Hey. One, 100% man and I actually just uh, wrote down to call you or, or text you after this so <clears throat> alright man thanks for hopping on take care man yeah, take care dude I'm so I mean I'm in my 40s right I'm an, I'm an old guy and uh, don't tell anyone <laughs> don't tell anyone that that I'm 42 we're live uh, <laughs> oh shit and um, I see people with tattoos like that and I'm so jealous I is there an age where you can where you shouldn't get any tattoos? Hell no! I've got I've got some tats. Oh, we got Olivia um, here in the uh, in the in the back room. I She's got, just I got aggressively no shaking. Well. Okay, we'll bring her up in just a second. What's that? I got no tattoos. Yeah, but isn't that no? That's the the Jewish people can't get tattoos. Can Muslims get tattoos? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hell yeah! I didn't know yeah. that. How come you don't have any tattoos? I don't know. <laughs> you can't spell my name you, right. Never you, had the time to think about it. You <laughs> and I, this year, I figured this was the year, right? Uh, did I not say this like in January? This oh, is the shit. year I'm going to get a sleeve. Uh, I think too. Looking at, he had neck and hand tattoos. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly think I remember like ten years ago when I was a PA student. One of the doctors had a tattoo on her foot, and I was like, doctors can have tattoos where you see them. Now I'm seeing more and more. I watch me and my wife watch this show called uh, To Catch a Smuggler or something yes. like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, and there's this dude who works as uh, customs and he's got hand tattoos. And I was like, I think hand tattoos are like the sleeve 10 years ago. Like, yeah. I think it's it's just becoming, it's like, okay. What, why Excuse go me, more whatever. 20, not 10. You think? Yeah. So more than that. tell me the answer me this uh, since I'm your since I'm your medical provider. <laughs> <laughs> I can't divulge that, but my you finger just, has been up his butt. Uh, <laughs> jealous. That, no, listen. Yeah, that wasn't even had nothing, nothing <laughs> okay. to do with medicine. Had only everything to do with love. Um, if someone walks into your room, let's say you're a you're a, a patient, and uh, this hat's too hot to wear, not temperature wise, it just makes me look too hot. Uh, a doctor walks in and says, "Hey, uh, Mr. Walton, I see you're here because it burns when you pee. If he's got a sleeve, what do you do? Do you go, oh, this guy's unprofessional, and get out? You're like, this is my doctor. 
I'm going to ask him to use the other hand because he probably has small fingers. This is true, but you didn't answer my question. What is your... <laughs> uh, ask for as many aggressive ointments as you can give me and uh, <laughs> please be gentle. What mm. What do you think? You see, you go into your doctor's office. Yeah. He's got a sleeve. Actually, you know what? He's even yeah. got a hand tattoo. Do you walk out or you're like, oh, this guy's freaking nah, but like, a beast. This guy's cool as fuck. He's a thug. Okay. I trust him. See, my buddy, yeah. my buddy Andrew, we were hanging out last week and he's a former Green Beret and he's got uh, tats, I mean, full sleeves and his legs. Uh, and I'm like, I'm thinking maybe he got them when he was tw- in his 20s in a Green Beret so uh, that's see the conflict I'm having. Do I do I? I mean, I I I got enough that that it's he not it's not my first. He doesn't have enough. I don't. I mean, I have two. He doesn't have anything. <laughs> You've got a sleeve. You got a sleeve. There we close, go. Let's close. talk about. I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, uh, Jeremy got some stuff. When was the last time you had your your tattoo worked on? Has it been a while? Um, last time I had a tattoo was the Fayetteville hike. Shortly after the Fayetteville hike, two years ago. Really? So Fayetteville. Um, thanks to JC, who is no longer in the organization. But anyways, she had a tattoo gift certificate that was given out, and I oh. won it. Oh. It was for $300. Oh, okay. I was going to oh. say, you never want a discount tattoo. No. No, it's not a discount. Yeah. It's, it's you, you get a gift certificate yeah, towards yeah. it, and I still paid quite a bit, too. Yeah, but and still. And I ended up getting the one on my arm that goes almost all the way up. Did you do that in one sitting? Yeah, one sitting, eight and a half hours. See, this one was six, and it was I was sweating. He's got a butterfly. I do. Uh, it's a butterfly. It's on it right above my like butt. This big. Right above my butt. Uh, we call that a <laughs> tramp stamp. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, prison target. So let's do it. Okay, then. This year, uh, I'm getting a sleeve. We'll make a show of it, although we can't do a show for six yeah, hours. You sure fucking good. Um, what are you talking about? Just work on a little bit. That's yeah, what? A little bit at a time. This is why he has me, ladies and gentlemen. I know. And you're coming with me. What are you going to get? I'm going to get a Joe Biden tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> We can't talk politics, Hamity. Uh, that's oh, not, that's yeah. not. That's okay. On, that's not politics. That's, not. that's just He's getting just a our tattoo. He's commander in chief. Yeah, that's, well, on, dark, that's honoring your I'm president. Brown, though. That's cool. Yes, so <laughs> you are. I got how much. <laughs> You're much one more of, of a favorite. chance than you guys. Okay, Olivia, we're going to have you on in a minute. I'm sorry. It's just the show is because we lost our, our person. It's kind of going a little weirder. Yeah. Uh, look, look. Shifting gears here. I don't want to become a sci-fi show, right? Yeah. You've been saying that for like the last six I know. months. I've been saying this a lot because shit keeps coming at me, right? I keep... Okay. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but the Navy, the USS... I believe it was the USS Omaha had some uh, pull-up, pull-up number four and scroll down. I think one of the... Okay, yeah. There's the video. Oh, do you know what? It's going to make... It's going to play a commercial, so we'll just talk about it for a second. Just yeah. try play. See what happens. So the USS Omaha, turn off the sound too. Oh, uh, six, yeah. give me six fucking seconds here. Watch, I pull this down. We wait five, yeah, four, three, not, and boom, we're back up again. Okay, okay. Now check this out, right? I don't know if the the viewer. Yeah, I'm looking at a little screen, but if you're a viewer right now, mm-hmm. a listener, then you actually What's see that? this. Okay, it's an anal probe. Oh, Do you sorry. see this? Do you see this? Is that a uh, UFO? It's a UFO. So they pick up they pick up four of these pyramid shaped, three or four of these pyramid shaped. Um, aircraft or whatever you want to call them they weren't ours they weren't squawking so they weren't transmitting any sort of they they were just they showed up out of nowhere now here's the thing they didn't get the whole video here but did someone just send us a 40 page note i know someone Someone just just commented like what is it are they mad at us challenge Um, yourself to the career so anyways uss omaha uh takes this the the these aircraft or whatever you want to call them uh here i'm gonna actually pull up so i can read from it they 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 head like they bolt straight for the water 
and they called it in a in a destructive manner, but they went in and didn't explode or anything like that. Freaking crazy! What's going on, Jeremy? I'm gonna pull it up now. I think it's okay. a, I think it's a. Um, they got some landing capabilities. Those guys. I don't know what it is here. Okay, um, it's noted that spherical craft was suspected to be a trans medium vehicle. Now, okay, listen though. Okay, <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. But this is the Navy, the U.S. Navy that's talking about this. This is the Pentagon. Uh, they call it a transmedium vehicle. And this is, I'm reading this off of freaking Fox News. Mm. Observed descending into the water without destruction. Um, it's noted that the spherical craft could not be found upon entry to the water and that a submarine was used in the search. If you guys know who Daniel Fravor is, Daniel, no, uh, Commander Fravor. He was a, a, a Navy F-18 pilot, I believe, um, they tracked a UFO. The UFO jammed their radar and then did exactly this. It went into the water, disappeared. I, I know I talked about this last time. Jeremy's rolling his eyes. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm dealing with this right now. It's okay. A, someone's spamming stuff. It's oh, a, it's really? A, yeah. Okay. Yeah, delete it. Yep. Um, this thing goes into the water and the submarines pick it up. And it travels, and then he goes, Fravor goes to shoot somewhere else to his next yeah. waypoint, and this thing shows up. Damn. It's, it's aliens. It's, this is what happened. In 2020, right, because we live in, a, in the Matrix, in 2020, that was like, what do you call it? Like if you're, it's not a glitch? Yeah, a glitch. Or maybe someone um, uh, hacked into yeah. the Matrix that we live in. Yeah. And they just said, hey, watch this. I'm going to just blow their minds. And now we've got coronavirus. We've got aliens. We've yeah. got we've got all sorts of crazy stuff. I don't know. Do you got do do Iraqis believe in stuff like this? Do you guys believe in ghosts and aliens and oh shit, yeah, man. You really? In Iraq, it's it's all all this shit. I mean, the thing is, in Iraq, you can make any conspiracy theory and they'll believe it, right? You know, uh, the thing is, too, you know, these aliens could have came over here and just realized how fucked up we are and just decided to get back where they come from. I'm thinking they figured yeah. out this whole Russian Ukraine thing that we brought up at the beginning. Yeah. I think they figured it out and they're going to just start like if nukes start flying, they're just going to shoot them out of the sky. That's what I like to think anyway. They're going to be like behave yourself, you little but assholes. I used to be yeah. like you have to understand. I was there's no such thing as ghosts. No such thing as aliens. Yeah. 2020 hit, they started releasing all this alien stuff and now I am on board. I mean, you're 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 always a conspiracy theorist. So, I mean, any point in time to bring up UFOs or anything that might have been seen, that's yeah. your thing. And I mean, you, you were in the air, so I'm assuming any chance you had I'll, to... I'll, also, I like, see we, we can't really think we're the only thing out there in the galaxy. No, absolutely like, not. Really, right? Yeah, but I would think there's like some sort of weird floating yeah. orb of something in an ocean in another planet. Not something that can fly like these things can. I mean, it makes no... it it It's out there, it's real, and... I think about it all the yeah. time. Cause and I, I do believe we are the most evil in the galaxy. Uh, probably. I believe Probably. That. Give it time. Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, all right. Let's bring on Olivia. Hi, Olivia. Olivia. Oh, my Lord. Olivia. Olivia. Uh, Olivia, what was your um, service? Uh, Army. Army. I'm still in. This is, oh, you still are. Okay. Oh, so we'll be, ooh. All right. We just got you kicked out, I think, with all whoops. our language. No. I, it's kind of kind of awkward. How long? How long has she been? In? <laughs> Can you ask her how long has she been? How long have you been in? Oh, she's gone. She bailed. She's like, yeah, they're right. No, is she? Uh, we lost. What the hell? Did we lose her? I don't know what happened. No, nope, yeah, that's that's her. you. She's. All right. Something we did. Oh wait, she coming back? Do you know what's funny? I'm so sorry. 
Oh, all right, there she is. There she is. Okay, good. Okay, She's good. like, "Fuck you guys, I'm out." <laughs> yeah. What's this? Wrong number. Wrong number. Wrong number. Um. What, where were we going? Sorry. It's okay. So you're you're uh, active duty. What's your MOS? Uh, I'm in the guard, Iowa guard, uh, 92 Alpha Logistics. Okay. Oh, a loggy logistician. Um, yeah. Do you know what's funny? Little known fact. Uh, I'm out of this conversation. Yeah. No, my buddy of mine, a buddy of mine, became a logistician in the Air Force, and I think he was more suicidal than anyone I ever <laughs> known. Because aren't you? You're just uh, not. I don't say just. I don't want to. I don't want to disparage anyone's service. But like you have to just look. I said just again. You're basically following the money, making sure shit's getting where it has to be. It's just it. It sounds like an absolute nightmare, especially when you're dealing with the U.S. Yeah. military. Uh, one number away from a, a, a difference between a battery and a, a rotary wing for a helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> that's rough. Um, we have a lot of active duty, and I, I, okay, you're guard, but we'll put you in the active duty uh, area. We have a lot of active duty people that are part of Irreverent Warriors, and I think uh, if you heard Dan Perez uh, that was just on, he said when he got out, he was set up for a job. He figured out how to, or he he got himself hired, and then when he got out, he just transferred over. My question for you is, as a person who's still currently in the military. Have you at all decided or thought about what's going to happen if you are suddenly a civilian again tomorrow? Or uh, has the guard itself prepared you for uh, a possible separation at some point? Uh, I I prepared myself for that, I guess. Um, being a traditional guardsman, I was still able to do college uh, while still serving. So I have my bachelor's degree to nice. fall back on. So recreational therapy. Okay. That doesn't okay, mean cool. smoking weed either. Not- <laughs> Damn it. How, how long has she been in the guard? I've been in, it'll be 14 years in July. No shit. Two years. <laughs> yes. She joined when she was 10. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll be 30, uh, but okay. Cool. Okay. So, uh, logistician, you've been in for 14 years. Now, are you going to do, because I think you do 20 and then when you're 62 or 65, you get a pension, right? So there's a there's a small gray area. So I work full time for the guard. It is my career. Okay. Um, so I'm on orders 24 seven. Um, I get active duty pay. Um, so I'll get when I hit. I don't. I have to get more than 20 years in order to get my retirement. Um, oh. Actually, so traditional guardsmen, yes, you are correct. Um, uh, you get your you draw your pension in your 60s. However, if you do 20 years active federal service. Um, then you can you can draw once you retire you draw your pension right away, like active you, duty. You should just get hurt like the rest of us and then just get retired. You don't have to worry about I'm, any of that shit. <laughs> I turned I turned thirty in a couple of months and I definitely uh, never anticipated my body aging twice yeah. as fast as my brain. <laughs> That's just about every military service member I think yeah. at this point. There's yeah. uh, you, you know the last Airbender now. For the record, I don't know what it is, but I know what it is. Does that make sense? I never watched it or anything Nerd. like that. But uh, but there was a meme going around where it's like when you turn 30 uh, in the military and then the last airbender, he goes, your knees when you turn 30 in the airbender. Uh, your knees when you turn 30 in the military and the last airbender says, you shall not bend again or something like that. Yes. It's like hysterical. Yeah, things tend to hurt. Uh, it's inflammation. Um, were, you, inflammation. were you prior military before joining the guard? No, I joined the guard on my 17th birthday. Parents had to write oh, wow. permission. Um, I was on the way to MEPS and signed into MEPS on my birthday. 
Ah, Turned 18 in red phase of basic training. My birthday didn't exist that year. Yeah. Wait till you turn. Oh, wait. You said you just turned 30? I will turn 30 in July. I was going to say, wait till you turn 30 because you talk about a birthday that doesn't exist. Absolutely no one's excited when you turn 30. Your parents will be like, what? Okay, just get out of uh, here. I had a crazy dirty 30. So. Did you really? I was, do you know where I turned 30? Yeah. I shit you not, I was sitting on a berm in Balad. I was sitting on a berm uh, overlooking the desert and a dead rat. And I was watching something eat the dead rat and I was depressed because it's like my fifth Dude, my fifth plenty deployment. of rats in Iraq. You He's don't like, have to be sad. <laughs> He's like, I'm so hungry. They die all the time. It was Christmas. It was beautiful, actually. It was a full moon and it looked like, it actually looked like um, I imagined the first Christmas looked like. I'm just looking out and I was like, fucking Iraq. No, man. My dirty thirties. I had, uh, I had friends kidnap me yeah. from college in class. They put a bag over my head as I was walking out the door. Yeah. They, I had, I had a lot on my service dog at the time. They picked her up, put her in the back of the truck, locked my car, put all my stuff in the back seat and dragged me to the bar. Mm-hmm. Oh no. And this was 15 years ago. And it's amazing <laughs> that he can still, can still remember that. Yeah. Um, the only thing. So tell us about uh, Des Moines. How'd you get involved with the reverent warriors? How long have you been involved with the reverent warriors? And how did you become a coordinator? Okay, so it was the regional coordinator had posted on Facebook uh, in 2019, um, springtime of 2019, that uh, he was looking for people to help out. And I was kind of looking for a purpose at the time, just kind of going through the motions of life without, um, you know, feeling feeling like I belonged anywhere, feeling pride in anything. Um, and so I hit him up about it and he sent me to the prior coordinator to help plan so i helped plan last year's hike in des moines and coincidentally ended up getting covid from it um (laughs) but um i recovered quickly uh and then this past year i was on board to assist uh planning as well and ended up falling into the coordinator role lead coordinator role pretty recently within the last month i took on uh, making sure that this hike is successful and getting everything buttoned up and ready to go for the 24th. Sure. If I'm I'm at a coffee shop, say Black Rifle Coffee and Bernie, again, they need a plug because you guys got to help out this small coffee company. And someone says, hey, what is this IW? I, you have a shirt on, it says IW. What is that and, and what, what can it do for me? I am a, a veteran. Yeah, uh, camaraderie, humor, humor and camaraderie and just... I have gained a sense of community and a sense of purpose through Irreverent Warriors and wherever I go. So I'm big on, you know, getting the word out there about Irreverent Warriors, not just for the hike, but in general. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of people out there who, uh, veterans who are walking in the dark. They they don't want to talk because they've got too much going on and no one understands them. And, um, you know, I just you you talk to them and you you tell them you know humor and camaraderie we're not gonna we're not here to judge you or push you push you away or anything like that you know we're, we think all just like you do so yeah um, yeah. Point, yeah do you know what uh i i think this is an important point to bring up is a lot of the folks that are still 
uh, either contracting or they might still be active duty or whatever. They are afraid to seek help if they're having any sort of issue because they don't want their clearance taken away. They There's a whole stigma. And, and of course, the military is like, oh, we're going to battle that stigma, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But the stigma is there. And people don't really want to <clears> go <throat> to, I don't know what they call it in the Army, but in uh, Air Force, I think it was, it was called mental health in the Air Force and they switched yeah. it to something stupid. Yeah. It was like Good point. family health. I don't know. But um, people don't want to get help, and then they come here. And I, I don't know if, yeah. if as a medical provider, if I can say uh, this is a. Hold on, let me think about it for a second. Yes, yes, healing. I'm going to say this is a viable alternative to talk therapy because yeah. what you are doing is you're going out and you're talking to people and you're making those connections, and uh, yeah. But the only way that can work, uh, and and anyone here can attest to that is. To actually talk. So when you're walking on a hike and you see that guy being quiet, sitting by himself, mm-hmm. um, you go, you talk to him, you find out what their service was. You, you annoy the shit out of them until you break through that shell. Actually, uh, we, our after party uh, location is at a business that is um, the, a restaurant who the general manager of the restaurant is a, a veteran and he's a hiker and he is has put in so much legwork to get his business get irreverent warriors at his business because of he wanted to give back to us because of the impact that last year's hike and irreverent warriors in general has had on him i remember seeing him last year at the hike and he was quiet and he was one he was exactly what you were talking about the the guy that didn't have a whole lot to say during the hike but the the community that he built after the hike pulled him through some incredibly tough times in his life and uh, he's been able to uh, thrive in um, he's got a little girl and he's the general manager of a restaurant so um, he's uh, doing well for himself and he he's giving back to us and yeah. I it blows my mind well there are there's not a uh that's what I'm like for. We're not a lack of, of success stories through Reverend Warriors. We're only getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So mm-hmm. Des Moines is next week, the 24th. Correct. Um, folks, head over to ReverendWarriors.com. Look for the events. Look for Des Moines, Iowa, if you're in the area. Even if you're not in the area. People, Jeremy travels all over the place to do these, to do these hikes. I, I just, mean, I only, I only hike if it's within 10 minutes. How do you say Des Moines? De, Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines. There's no S's. I was going to say it's French, but is it Indian? Des Moines. Okay. No, it's French. Des Moines. Des Moines. It's like Illinois, I think. I've been to Cedar Rapid, Iowa. Is that Cedar Rapids? Yeah. There you go. Or yeah, Ar- I did a speaking event there in 2017. Nice. Or yeah, Arkansas instead of Arkansas. It's big, big Arkansas. state, man. Big yeah, yeah. state. Yeah. yeah, I rode my bike through Iowa. You ever hear of Ragbri? Yes. Yes, I, I didn't, heard of Ragby, I didn't do Ragbri yeah. at all, <laughs> but I rode, I rode from one end to the other. It was part of my cross-country trip, but um, nice. awesome. Uh, thank you for coming on. I called her like 10 minutes before we went live. I'm like, can you bail us out? Because I, I, we lost our interview. Um, yeah. So thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, and I wish I was going to be hiking down there, but unfortunately I'm out here. We will. Do you want, this is my thing. Although, no, I can't say that now. I was going to say, I'm going to try to make it at least once in my lifetime to every hike, but every year there's more and more. And at some point I'm going to have to like make 500 hikes. What's that? Three here in Iowa. You should come to one of the Iowa hikes. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be how, fun. How many people usually hike over there when you guys go out? 40,000. We had 75 last year. Oh. So, yeah, around 70, 75 hikers last year at the Des Moines hike. Yeah. And I have 87 registered right before nice. I got on here. So Perfect. 
Are awesome. you guys like open like to welcome more people to hike with you? Yes, absolutely. As many as we can take. There's so I was pretty pretty open as far as COVID is concerned. So uh, we, I mean, we're following precautions. Of course, we have to break up into groups of thirty and wear our masks and all of that. So, um, but otherwise, people are welcome to come in and out of the state. And masks have become a lot yeah. more relaxed anyway. It's kind of up to business individual businesses. Uh, God so, bless Iowa. Yes. So if you guys, if you guys on, let me on, hike, like if you guys let me hike ahead of you guys, and I just carry an ISIS flag, <laughs> I, I guarantee you, you guys are gonna have thousands so, of people. So, Hamity, what he likes to do, he sends me videos all the time where he's dressed up like a terrorist. Uh, I think that's what he's getting at. He's trying to say sexy time, but you're getting it wrong. No, oh, really. No, no, no. Are you are you uh, crossing your lanes between ISIS and pornography? No, no, no. Yes. I mean, I, it's, all, no? it's getting weird. No, I'm. I'm. If I come in, I'll wear my Middle Eastern clothing, and <laughs> probably the FBI will be chasing me all over. All I the think. Way down. I think one time my kid had a uh, uh, what do you call that? Um, the freaking little soft bullets nerf yeah. he had a nerf war for a seventh birthday yeah. and i sent uh i sent a either a video or something to him and i'm like yeah, check it out it's battles on my backyard and then he sends me a picture of him with a a suicide vest on and he's like want me to come and and be more realistic or something like that <laughs> that would Scared be perfect shit out of a like lot of people yes yeah. yes yeah. the neighborhood that's why the prices went down immediately yeah yeah but Hamity is more of a patriot than a lot of people in America right now. So um, if you want to know his story, check out episode 35 of the, uh, what am I again? 21gun, 21gun.net. Okay, Olivia, thank you for hopping on. Really appreciate it. Thanks for helping us out. And uh, I yeah. hope you all the best for your hike this weekend. Thank you. Take awesome. Care. We do have a call in, but you know what? Fuck it. This, this whole episode has been fun. I've been having fun. It's yeah, it's been a little more relaxed, a little more chill. Is this fun? It's Are you guys I'm having here, fun? That's why. It's because we've the, had a lot more people stay steady on here. So yeah, because I'm here. That's why it's chill. Is Damn that what it right. is? We oh. we're, okay. So we're waiting for him to whisper because he's the terrorist whisperer. So we're waiting for him to get really quiet. I know. If he walks into a room, is he like? Yeah. Is he like? You know the dogs that can smell cancer, and like if all of a sudden it comes up and starts sniffing your balls, you freak. <laughs> you freak out. Oh man, I, I wasn't looking so for balls. Can he but, walk into a room and just be like? And then comes up and he's like, you're, fu- you're a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Let's oh, be clear. I never shit. sniffed any of their balls. Because <laughs> well, their armpits their are worse. That's a real thing. That's And the death cat too. Could you, you ever- imagine? We don't have deodorant in Iraq. So like if, if I come up with this smell thing, <laughs> that would be fake news. Coin that, please. Because they all smell the same, literally. That's funny. All right, let's bring on uh, Mitch Taco Bell. He was just on a few weeks ago. Uh, I don't know if he wants to associate associate himself with this episode because we're a little. I think the term is unhinged. Uh, I think I think it's it's more you're loose. It's good to go. It Fubar. is. It is. What are you sipping on there, sir? A, um, a little adult beverage. A little two fingers of uh, adult beverage. <laughs> That's the right way to measure it. Hey, Mitch, I got a good story for you. I was down you- in. Uh, oh, Shoot, it was Conroe, Conroe, Texas. And oh, yeah. I'm driving along, and I see this place called Heroes Cafe. Shout out to Heroes Cafe. I'm actually going to get them on on the show. Uh, it looks like a VFW. I walk by, and what are those things? They're like um, the the uh, beach obstacles from World War II. Oh, yeah. The me- metal things. Right? The they metal like crosses. The, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Giant jacks, that's what I call them. Yeah, that's what they uh, I see those, and I'm like, I tell my wife and kids, I'm like, hey, that's got to be something military. I think those are from... from um, uh, uh, Normandy, yeah, yeah, and then we come around the corner. I see the front of this, and there's a, a flag for every branch. So I'm like, where? St- I pull in. My wife gets so annoyed because everywhere we go, if I see something like this, I'm like, we're going, and I, Burr! 
Word on two wheels. We pull in there. I walk in and this Marine had opened up um, this cafe. And I thought it was a VFW or something. It's not. Okay. Second, this is the second experience I had in one week in Texas. One side is a cafe. Uh, so cool inside, like all sorts of memorabilia, um, just all sorts of cool stuff. The other side is a gun store. So you can go get some barbecue or a, a burger and then go just get guns. Oh, it's, so, it was, so I'm there, I'm there walking around, right? Uh, obviously I have a chubby and I see, I see this guy and he's talking to the gun store guy and I look at him and I'm like, I'm like this guy, this guy's, this is a general. This guy's a general. I tell my wife, I'm like, that guy's a freaking general. And she's like, do you recognize him? I'm like, no, I don't recognize him, but look at him, right? He's a Marine, obviously. He's got his t-shirt tucked into his jeans. He's got like a $6,000 pair of, of cowboy boots on. Uh, and, oh, and his hair is like high and tight. So I go up to him. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. He's like, yes. Are you said, Todd? I said, do you, I said, do you, ha- did you wear stars on your shoulder? And he started laughing. He goes, I wore, I, I wore a few of those. And I'm like, I knew it. His name was general Stephen Hummer. Have you ever heard of him? No. Yeah. That's what I said. He asked me if I heard of him and I was like, yes, <laughs> no. I'm like, of course I've heard of you. You're a legend. You're the guy that, as I'm looking at my phone, you're the guy that did this thing. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's my Texas story. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, as long as you can call him Todd, typical officer dude. Oh, you look yeah, like yeah. a Todd to me, not a Ted. You look we used to say that, Ted, Todd. typical enlisted dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hey, you're talking tattoos. You got to yeah, yeah. get tattoos. You know, the best tattoo I ever, I've ever seen in my life okay. was in the PI. I was in the Philippines, and my uh, gunny goes, hey, sir, I'll bet you a beer. I got your name tattooed on my ass. Thinking, <laughs> well, he just knows me as Lieutenant Bell, so now nah, there's no way. Now, I'll win this bet. Go ahead, Gunny. And he pulls his pants down, and he's got your name in cursive uh. letters tattooed on his <laughs> right right below his belt line there. And he's like, you owe me a beer. Well, Sam McGale was like 25 cents, no big loss. But if I had to get a tattoo other than my big M on each cheek. Yeah, mom. Yeah, mom. Roll backwards spells wow. You know, <laughs> dual, dual use tattoo. I would get that one. I would. Yeah. Well, you retired. You're a Marine. I say, so the whole point of that was, is are you ever too old to get a, a tattoo? And you were like, what, 65, 66? 70, 72. The, okay, 72. 72. <laughs> What's funny, the Marine Corps ages people. He's actually 28. Um, but uh, yeah, would you ever That's get a tattoo? Would you ever do it at this point? No. No? Why not? Nah, you know what? I, I interviewed a 97-year-old guy the other night from Iwo Jima, and uh, he goes, um, when I left, my mom pulled me by the ear, got off the train. She pulled me by the ear and said, four things. You don't come home a coward. You don't come home a drunkard. You kill as many of the Japs as you can. And you don't come home with tattoos. Oh, no. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I don't have any tattoos. Because that, well, that was the generation uh-huh. that made it. That, that Yeah, that's nice. Actually, now I pick up what you just said. But uh, that was the generation that, so people are always like, oh, our grandparents, what would your grandfather think? And those, that was the first generation that's like getting tatted up, riding motorcycles, acting yeah. like fools. Like, you got to oh, love yeah. them. I mean, oh, that's yeah. kind of, it's like the uh, the old uh, Robin Williams skit. It's uh, you get some barbed wire tattoo and you turn 80 and it's a picket fucking fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think about all the women. Uh, I don't want to pick on women, but all the women who have um, tattoos across their butts or right above their butts. 
when they're Tramp 75 stamp. or same thing with like the they get the little sun or like maybe a um what are those called a, a, a dolphin going around their belly button and oh, then they have like yeah. two or three kids it's like, mean targets yeah yeah uh it's not just limited to women. Listen, yeah, you're right. I've seen a lot of man boobs that have sagged with the years. And I guess if you had, like, I always thought about getting my pilot wings, but then when I'm 80, people are like, why do you have a big U on your chest? <laughs> I said pilot wings. I meant nav wings. Sorry. By the way, why, why do women have tattoos about their butt? Uh, it was an old trend. 1980s, yeah. probably 90s. 1990s. It yeah, was because yeah. they they have the the bell bottoms, so or the uh-huh. are they on the low rise pants? Yeah. So they sat just above the crack, and then they had the belly shirts that sat just above, above the handles. See, so you I had see. that one that little spot. True story. True story. My buddy uh, now he's got like four kids, so I know he's he's he plays for at least a certain team, but he's a he's a navigator on P3 Orion's. Uh, God, he's got to be a commander by now what's up what's above lieutenant commander 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 he's got to be a commander by now uh but anyways he he has he has a freaking trance stamp and if you don't think i beat the shit out of him emotionally every time oh, i see him thank you for finishing that right i was like dude dude what are you doing john vincent i'm looking at you um yeah oh i, I want to bring up something else 901 screw it uh we'll just keep going uh did you see did you see that that omaha stuff that was just released we just played it the video there oh yeah 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 and yeah. it was it was uh sex sex forever you were talking about dave yes yes so i interviewed him and he was talking about it it it, it was the size of a 737 under the water Jeez. right on the top right and so when they got the vectors out to go see whatever this thing was as he's getting closer they're like five miles you know three miles yeah. merge plot and he's looking up he's looking around he looks down and he said it looked like a 737 in the water. And at first he was thinking, well, we're going out for drug runners or whatever. Then he goes, oh, crap, man, we're doing SAR mission. Well, then that's when that little thing started doing its little dance. Search and rescue. For and so he pulls down his wingman. She stays up high at 20,000. He comes down. And that's when he said that thing was flying around, like dancing around, going zipping around like a helicopter would, but really fast. And all of a sudden it stops. And it orients on him and starts tracking him. So he goes, this thing knows I'm here. And then it shoots up and starts doing a circle with him. And as he's coming around, he goes, ah, screw this crap. I'm going to cut across the circle on the guy. And so as he cuts across the circle on this thing, that's when it just went. And it disappeared and went up, uh, disappeared, out, just gone. Witnessed by how many people? Like four people, right? Yeah, so four people. The wingman up there, he goes, did you see it? And they're like, where'd it go, Skipper? He's like, you know, it's the old Top Gun. Where did who go? Yeah, yeah. No, it's gone. And then the uh, radar says, yeah, hey. (laughs) And and then the uh, radar, the ship says, hey, man, uh, your initial IP point where you guys were going to fight, it's there, you guys. And so they peeled off, they had extra gas, they go to this, and it's gone. Well, the wingmen, they land, and the or next section going up, the uh, NFO or Wizzo says, Skipper, I'm going to get that thing. And sure as shit, they went up there, and uh, that's the video that you see of the tracking that thing. Yes, yes. That guy tracked it with this flare. He's able to connect with it because it was actively jamming them. Yeah. So you know see, what? I told I told Jeremy this. This is Repo Man. Do you ever see that movie? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. From back in the and, 80s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's sitting there burning at Carl, the druggie. He's sitting there going, you know, there had to have been a time where there were no people, right? So where'd all these people come from? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yep. 
the future and how to get there. Time machines. So that's what I'm sitting there thinking. You know what? He's got a point. You know, we've... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, do you... Like, I, I wish the listeners understood that, like, I think about this shit, like, in depth. Like, I sit there at night because... I've flown. I do. I was in a seven four seven or a triple seven the other day, and I'm in this thing. I've got twelve hundred and fifty hours um, flying, and i I understand avi. I understand aviation. I understand all that. Obviously, I'm in this thing, and I'm going. Holy shit! We're in a tube shooting across space at five hundred miles an hour, and somehow this thing's flying. Even though this is my twelve hundred and eightieth hour at this point, uh, still blows my mind. That watching the way those aircraft or whatever they're called performed, this should be we should be talking about nothing else. It should be on CNN 24-7. Fox News going, all right, I think I got what it is. Uh it's an alien. Oh no, man. <laughs> hey, hey, this just gives credits to old Don Lamont or whatever you pronounce that idiot's name when he goes, MH370 probably got swallowed up yeah. by UFOs. And I'm why like, not? Dude, at this point, now. at this point, why not? <laughs> but uh no, yeah. time machines, man. They, here's doing. Uh, I know we're gonna go down a rabbit hole, but uh, uh, it, one last thing. All right, so have you ever, do you know who Bob Lazar is? Oh yeah, yeah. Bob Lazar claims that he studied all this stuff. He claims that he actually worked for Area 51 and was studying these aircraft or whatever you want to call them. Uh, very compartmentalized. He, he was studying a a gravity propulsion system, and um, yeah, gravity propulsion system. And I'm thinking, how could this work in my head? If you can take gravity and make it do whatever you want. You can go as fast as you want, have no G's. You can enter the water at ridiculous rates because you're parting the water with your gravitational pull. Like, it makes sense. How yeah. do you do it? I have no idea, but it's some sort of gravity. I don't well, know. Seriously, think about that. Right. Now, you yeah, sit there weighty. and it wrap your, your mind around that. All right. So, 115 years ago, we were flying flimsy aircraft in the sky. Right. And then 50 years after that, we put a man on the moon. 50 years after that, we are flying a 787 from Dallas-Fort Worth to Shanghai, China in 15 hours. Yeah. Who's to say in another 100 years uh, they haven't discovered time travel or this or that? And these machines, you know, Ancestry.com, they're like, hey, man, let's go back and see Grandpa Sully flying a C-130 yeah. in Iraq. And they yeah. buzz back and the dude's sitting there. And then he, he checks the logbook and he goes, oh, man, look at this BS. The damn – Invisibility cloak thing is broken. It's MEL'd. And, uh, oh, and now they can like, see you. Yeah, that don't worry about sense. it, dude. They still believe in UFOs. Don't worry about it. They think it's alien. <laughs> We're okay. Well, don't worry about it. The U.S. government is going to release all that information in June, I believe. Uh, they're scheduled to release it. So uh, looking forward to that, <laughs> to finally find out what this stuff is. Kevin is hey, never going to sleep. I'm not. I'm. You don't understand. It's, 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 yeah. I mean, we've, we've. Once again, I'll use the term. We've beaten this dead horse. There you go. I used it right. Yeah. Hey, so Jeremy. we're no longer the 21 gun. We're now the uh, conspiracy 21 Welcome gun. to Coast to Coast. <laughs> I am your... <laughs> Art Bell. Hey, Art Jeremy. Art Bell. God you rest know, his soul. You guys were talking about Des Moines, Des Moines. We did the rag bride uh, for three years. That is the most fun you guys can ever have with your clothes on. It's a good time. Yeah. But, are, you, uh, are you a bicyclist? I used to be. Yeah, me too, until I almost died. I almost died more on a bike than I did in a freaking airplane in Iraq. Well, it was different. Kansas, 
you could ride it on the back roads. The only thing you had to worry about was a dog. You just grab your bike pump and beat them. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, in Texas, man, I started carrying a gun with me because they were kind of aggressive to bikers. Uh, little know. known fact, uh, pepper spray works fantastic on dogs. Only because getting the bead on, like, say, a... Uh, 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 what are those called? The freaking pit bulls. Uh, I'm not starting a pit bull conversation, but let's just say it is one. You you have to be able to hit it while it's running towards you, right? With pepper spray, you can just put a cloud, and it's like 98 percent effective with these things. Well, they'll, yeah, because 90 percent of the time, it's in their face and their yeah, yeah, and they go crazy. All right, we gotta we gotta we gotta wrap up this show. We've been going for over an hour. Uh, hey, I got one thing for you. I yeah, got go one ahead. thing for you. You're gonna love this. So this flight attendant, he's Hispanic. Uh, we land in Wichita, Kansas, and he goes, "Welcome to Wichita, Kansas." And so people are coming up to him. It's not Wichita; it's Wichita. And anyway, he took a beating for that. And then we get to Norfolk, and he goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Norfolk, Virginia." Blah 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 blah. And this old lady comes up to the cockpit, and he's standing in the galley. I'm standing in the door, and she goes, "Young man, yes, where I'm from, we no drink, we no smoke." And we know fuck. And that's how you pronounce my city. No fuck. <laughs> anyway, you guys right. have a good one. Hey, Hamadi, it's Man Love Thursday. Oh, yeah. Watch out for him. Who said that? Who said that in the Mitch. comment? That was Mitch. That's huh? Mitch here. That's Mitch right here. What does that oh, mean? What does that mean? Man's Love Thursday. You know, that's a secret code right there, man. That's a smart man right there. Wait, wait, wait. What? Explain this. This uh, is also why this I is put a, hey, over there. This is a big sex day in the Middle East Thursday. Okay. Yep. Thursday. It's to, Thursday sex day. I used to East. wonder oh. when I was a kid why most women in the Middle East dress up on Thursdays. See, this is the stuff uh, I love to learn about. Okay, yeah. so go ahead. They all, they're all they all making yeah, babies. You, you just white people fuck any day. But <laughs> we, we, What's wrong with that? Yeah, like the thing is, it's Thursday because down there, Friday is the weekend. Oh, and it's Thursday it's like tonight. Saturday. So it's like a Friday night, but it's a Thursday night overseas. Right. And usually the woman put all this... Uh, like a three tons of uh, makeup, makeup. Tons. Uh, and they start look like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, seriously, makeup in the Middle East. We do need makeup artists because women really do commit war c- crimes <laughs> when they when they put makeup. Some of them like put so much freaking red lips stuff. It look like a it look like a donkey that ate pomegranate. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Wow, we are going into some uh, weeds yeah. here tonight. <laughs> If you are a, if you are a makeup artist and um, you hear me right now, hit to Iraq. You'll make tons of money <laughs> on this weddings. Where, this is where Sully admits, you know, during the war, I spent every night in Kuwait. I didn't get a chance to see any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see any. Of this. this is this is the problem with going outside the wire at. 250 feet and 250 miles an hour. You don't get to see this stuff. <laughs> so Kevin's up here and has no you're, idea. Because you're in the Air Force, time. Kevin. That's why. Yeah, Because <laughs> you're in the Air Force. I was smart. Because he got nice cues. That's I'm right. deployed. I'm hot. You're not. <laughs> and we get to where we get. Do you know what? Uh, the One of the selling points on me actually becoming a flyer was the fact that I could wear a leather jacket. I was like, that's cool. I want to look like freaking Doolittle. I want to wear, <laughs> I want to wear that. Iron Eagle. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Good right. Movie. That's right. Come on, man. Don't you, don't you wear your ascot? Did you guys yeah, wear ascots yeah, when you are look, deployed? Jeremy, uh, we, can, uh, we can't show, but there's. I got one right behind you. See that red thing over there? Oh, you mean the scarf? Yeah, I shoot you not. Uh, and you know, if you're in the club and you don't have an ascot, just go get some toilet paper, wrap it around the Air Force dudes. Love that. True story. They, 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 I they have an ass. Funny. I've got an ascot. True story. Uh, we did. Uh, in the Air Force, we wore silk scarves. Uh, I know. And look it. I'm not proud of it. 
I'm not proud of it. And to people who are listening right now are probably saying, he's full of shit. There's no way. Yes. Yes, we did. We wore, it was part of our uniform to wear a silk scarf. Jeremy, I wish we could aim the camera over at that. Can you just go grab it? Yeah. I mean, I could. Here, give me a second. I can take this Yeah. Off. Okay. Watch this. Jeremy's going to show you my silk scarf. Uh, has it got checkers, your squadron emblem on it? It's got my squadron mm. emblem on it. Uh, yeah. yeah, you might have to just... Oh, actually, no, you can go. That's not wired in. You guys... And look at Jeremy's going to give you a little tour of... Uh, the man cave. 28. Here we go. There so, go. what's he doing? Oh, okay. oh, yeah, here we all are. All right. <laughs> there it is. There that is. That is... So, there's the 41 AS, uh, greatest mm-hmm. tactical aero squadron that ever lived who can airdrop a freaking Humvee within a three foot radius uh but yeah there's our silk scarf it's probably dusty it's been hanging there for a while but um yeah that's what that's a great going away gift right there yeah thanks yeah i think it's called a sun catcher or something hey jeremy did you ever get attacked on fallujah and when you were in fallujah on thursdays (laughs) probably not now you know why you never got attacked that's amazing you got attacked because i didn't put makeup on is that could you imagine you were like masturbating everything over i know and and all right Mitch, always a pleasure to have you on. I wish I could have. All right. Take care. So that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I really, I was so looking forward to to chatting with um, Dan Gabriel. We'll we'll have him on. Interesting story. Uh, Lots of interest. Here's the thing about it, uh, Hamity. I I got a few questions. The first being um, the characters, right? The characters in that movie, it was, it almost seemed like uh, they were fictional, right? The crocodile. Yeah. Yeah. Crocodile's this big giant. Is he Iranian? Is he or is he like legit Iraqi? Iraqi, no, no. He's okay, Iraqi, he's a yeah. sheikh of some sort, yeah. and he has he wears the the aviator sunglasses, and he's got a voice that's really deep. And it's like it's like you couldn't make this guy up. Yeah, and he's and then you had um, Um Um Hamadi. No, the yeah. the female. Yeah, um, she's the commander. She she is the commander of uh, Peshmerga. I think it was a Peshmerga yeah. unit. And this woman, she looks like, superimpose her anywhere in the U.S. And you're like, oh, that's just a mom. That's yeah. just someone going. But she could fight. She, yeah. they, the rumor was, she loved to cook. The rumor was that she was cooking ISIS heads and uh. serving it up. Now, this isn't true, but it was like, she even said, she's like, why would I say that's not true? Um, if ISIS wants to believe that I'm over here cooking them up and eating them, <laughs> let them believe that. Another part of that movie, which I thought was really cool, the women, the the Peshmerga mm-hmm. uh yeah. Uh, no, PKK? No. What the YPG. YPG, yeah. yeah. So these these uh, female, all-female uh, infantry units, yeah. they have a yell. They have a scream that's mm-hmm. like, I can't do it because I sound like an asshole. But they, yeah. they do this scream as they run into combat. Mm-hmm. And the point of it is ISIS fighters, Daesh fighters, if they got killed by a woman, it was yeah, like... It's a big deal. Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. go to... They wouldn't, whatever, get their 72 versions or something They wouldn't like get 70 versions. They get so, Jeremy Walton instead. It's a Jeremy Walton in a closet. So uh, what they... They would scream like I this. Mean, the, the, the Kurds, man, the Kurds is just a different culture. It's know? a different country, right? Yeah, Most of these people just, were born being chased on the mountains. Yeah. Uh, they are tough fighters, and they, they were born. I mean, I fought among Kurds, man. The Kurds are yeah. probably the best fighters in the world. Very, very they got, friendly, too. They got a sense of loyalty inside yeah. of them. And, and the woman, by the way, the woman, like if you go fight with mm-hmm. the YPG, I'm going to tell you, man, if these women clean up, they're hot. Jeremy, can you can you pull this up here? There's a great they're video. Hot. There's a great video. Of put, put YPJ yes. fighter uh, sniper or YPJ female 
YPJ mm-hmm. Escape Sniper, something like that, near miss. Yeah. So there's a great video. She's got like, a, um, uh, what are those called? N- 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 Mosinagant or something like that? Some, you mean some, the sniper rifle? Yeah, yeah. Dragunov? Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Russian or whatever. Dragunov, yeah. So so she's got this, and she's down, and then she gets up to, to yeah. shoot, and a sniper's bullet, like, hits her. I seen it. It's her yeah. in the, right on top of her head. Yeah. Yeah, right above her head, about yeah. three inches. You know what she mm-hmm. does? She squats down, and then you just see her smile, like, yeah, screw that. He didn't get me. And it's like, these these women yeah. are so hardcore. Did you hey. find it, Jeremy? Yeah. yeah. I got it. Yep. Okay, let's see. That's what happens, man, when you, when you are born to fight for your existence. Yeah. Because they don't get you married know? or anything. It's like, this is they it. They put everything aside. That's yeah, what yeah. The one thing about them is they oh, put here everything it is. aside. Yeah. Here it is. Watch yeah, this. Yeah. And it's right at the beginning, so I'll be ready for it. Yeah. Look at that. Look at her. She's laughing. He was about an inch. Oh my gosh. That was. There you go. Oh crap. She's like, She's laughing. Did you see that shit? That's what she said. Yeah, Yeah, she said, Did you see that? That was close. Yeah. She's in sandals and socks, sniping. This should be crossed. She's talking about his distance. Yeah, I mean. What kind of rifle is that? Is that the dragon off? Dragon off. Yeah, that's a Russian dragon off. I mean, that's a. Oh, go oh, in the shot and back and forth. If she had a helmet on, that would have hit the helmet. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, like maybe, hey, maybe Jeremy. two and a half inches. Jeremy, we'll find out if she's single. Yeah, we'll go. I have a girlfriend is. now. Oh, Easy. Yeah, that's right. Whoa, whoa. Jackie, yeah. I'm so sorry for him. He's not my friend. <laughs> okay, Jackie's gonna be shoot me with an RPG tonight. Yeah, probably. Let me let yeah, me check so. my notes. Uh, I don't want to keep uh, the famous Terrace Whisper any longer than he has to be here. Uh, <laughs> He's staying the night. What are you talking about? Next week we got a full show. It's Thursday, remember? Uh, next week we have. God damn it, Kevin. I forgot his name already. Tonight. Uh, Jason Patton is coming on. He is the uh, curator of the channel. Check it out. The um, Fire Department Chronicles. Funny guy. Do you know how I figured him out? Remember that show or that 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 video I played when we, I don't know, it was like three months ago. And I was like, this should have been a Super Bowl commercial. And oh, it's this yeah, guy yeah, yeah. running because he just smacked his friend with, with yeah. He's going to come on. Uh, he's not a veteran, but he is a uh, first responder paramedic and um, Big supporter, yeah. firefighter. And I think what's cool is... T- he actually, it randomly, he had a video out. Check it again. Uh, it's Fire Department Chronicles. He had a video that came out maybe last week, and it's all about dark humor. You know, it's like, why do we use dark humor? Why did people not understand that? And I'm like, dude, you are, you're speaking my language. So he's going to come on. We're going to talk about that. Um, Jerry Neely's going to be on. He's the Fort Worth coordinator. Also, this uh, fella, I don't know, he might be Marine, uh, Marines, uh, Philip Hancock. He's riding a scooter. I want to say across California, the long way, a scooter. Uh, we got to find out more about this, like the one that you push with your leg. I'm probably butchering this whole thing, but it's for homeless veterans. So remember when we had the rucking to remember guy come oh, on? Yeah. He's going to hop on because uh, he starts his trip, I don't know, next week at some point. So he's going to hop on, tell us about what he's doing, um, where he is on his voyage and all that stuff. And then he's going to hop on the 29th, one week later, uh, and he's going to... You know, and end it, end the whole thing. So that's going to be really cool. So we got some fun stuff coming up. Uh, the week after that, we have the founder of Authentically American, which we did a thing with them for Gators. Yep. Um, so he'll be on. We got a lot of cool people. We got this. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not cool, but uh, special because you're all special to me. 
Head over to ReverendWarriors.com. Go to events. Register for an event. Uh, we're going to have uh, Hamity here go on a hike in August, hopefully. Hopefully, he'll come out with us yes, in August. I'll come and, do it. I'll do a naked. And he's going to... Well, it's basically when you wear the um, the silky shorts. Close um, enough. Just have silkies. That's all I ask. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's about it. If you guys, <laughs> If you guys want to come on the show... Uh, we have this stuff happen all the time where I have to fill an hour, 20 minutes before I go live. Shoot me an email, kevin at 21gun.net. Uh, I can't think of anything else. You got anything else? Um, no, besides that, go over to 21gun.net and get some gear. Get some clothes. I know it's starting to warm up. Hoodies are not really going to be in in season. Get some shirts. Get some some tank tops. You know, I know ladies, you like tank tops. So yeah. Ladies I mean, like me in tank tops. They do like you in tank tops. Yeah. As long as you have that beard. That's right. The beard's getting longer, too. It's, uh, Kevin's uh, little uh, closing. But, yeah, we'll be here. Upcoming hikes. Sign up. Register. Buy your, your clothing if you need to. That's it. And we'll see you next week. Good thing that we should figure out a way to do smell-o-vision because this front room just reeks of man. Which is, it might be a good thing. might be a it's good thing. We just It smells like, well, Jeremy, it smells like his body acts. What's that called? Axe, Axe body spray. <laughs> <laughs> and, and pizza. You guys didn't see off camera. He's over there uh, mowing down a I pizza. I have not eaten since yesterday, <laughs> so I'm starving. Uh, Hamity smells like tabbouleh, um, which, by the way, best tabbouleh I ever had in my entire life. Man, I'm glad. Oh, it was so good. Back last year Frank, when COVID. That's, that's how I used to get those stairs, man. Make them meals. Make Frank, them meals. if you're watching, this is the second thing he hasn't, Kevin has invited us to. Remember the day he did steaks? Last week we were on, we were on yeah. and you're talking about making steaks and cooking stuff and I love making steaks oh no it was during the, the B fam and then Frank was like oh man I can't believe Kevin didn't invite us again Do you know what I'm doing that and here is another another I'm great gonna, meal and didn't invite I'm gonna us. do that yeah. look at I'm writing it down we are I'm gonna write here make steaks for Frank Hamity Hamity Frank and Hamity wait hold yeah. on and not Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> uh, sous vide steaks. You know, that actually would be pretty fun. I think we should do that. Um, Yo, on hey, someone said my cool. name in the comments, yeah. and I don't know what they said. Dude. They said, Oh, uh, uh, June 12th, Wilmington. Come on, Hamity. Let's Matthew, not Matt James oh, Reeves. Don't call I him will, Matt. I will. Don't call him Matt. And Matt, I, uh, I mean, I'm not calling you Matt. Uh, next week, you're going to enjoy the show because uh, we have the Fire Department Chronicles. And I think you tweet every now and or IG that you're oh, a firefighter. Yeah. I can't remember. So I know you're about to end too. Matthew. And his wife made those marshmallows. Holy shit. Yeah. Way better than we. I, I will never eat normal marshmallows ever again. I heard about those marshmallows. We won't talk about it on air. <laughs> I'll tell you out here in a minute. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got that from BFAM. If you guys want to check out uh, BFAM uh, with Jerome Amos, check out a few weeks ago. Uh, awesome guy. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think we're just kind of dragging it on right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week. I love you. And Jeremy's number is 919. 